live from the Bills' famous cheese spread studios in the downstairs pub. The Blockout Sports Pod is back on the air. From behind the master control desk in the aforementioned downstairs pub, I am your host and moderator for this evening. My name is Travis Carter. Behind me, keeping an eye on us, trying to keep us in line, helping us to produce the show is the great whiteboard Jody. Over my right shoulder... (laughs) At the high top table is the big fellow of the tuna country, Matt Kemp. <laughs> and bellied up to the bar, a man who tells himself he's the king of wishful thinking, the fabulous one, Freddie Bender. I get Who sings that song? The king of wishful thinking well, That's one is, of Matt's uh, favorite songs. Hold on. I, I know this. Um, it's two guys, I think. <sighs> Yeah, it was in a movie. It's in Pretty Woman, I think. Uh, yes, it is. Something West. Going, going West. Going West. Go West. Go West. Go West. That's right. Dude, I feel like you're a little closer to me or something. I don't know. Maybe I may, it's that I may Kansas just put a City. pound or two on. I don't it's that know. Kansas City old school T-shirt he's wearing. <laughs> Fred, I think it's the fact that you just realized that the drums aren't in the downstairs. Yeah, no pub. more drum set. There's spacious. It's the, spacious. The drums haven't been down here for six months, and uh, Fred just noticed it five minutes ago when he came downstairs. We've done forty episodes since the drums. I feel were like gone. I'm on the beach. Am I back at the beach? <laughs> uh, guys, it's great to see everybody down here. It's great to be back. Uh, we are on social media as always on Twitter at blockout pod type in blockout sports pod into your Facebook search engine, the easiest way to get a hold of us. And also we post, uh, all of our new episodes there. Um, right off the get go, we had some interesting NFL games this past week. Uh, we are recording this now. Uh, on Thursday night, and we'll get into that a little bit later. We're going to be adjusting our schedule as we move forward. But um, out of the four uh, NFL games, uh, we had some some tight ones, some not-so-tight ones, some uh, interesting plays down the stretch, uh, some favorites covering, some not. We know uh, Tuna is very excited uh, as his Kansas City Chiefs uh, go into Buffalo and break their hearts once again, and we'll start with that game. Uh, Tuna, just your overall thoughts on that game and uh, what you liked and what you uh, look for going forward, and we'll all jump in on that. What I liked. Um, Obviously, I like the final score. Well, yeah. Um, (laughs) I don't – my heart goes out to Buffalo Bills fans. I I don't think – there's not a fan base out there that deserves more than them. And I almost hate being the team that knocks them out every year. Um, but you know what? If anybody can have, handle it, it's the uh, good people of Buffalo. I don't know. I, here's the thing with this game. It was um, – we struggled to stop any kind of screen pass and any kind of run throughout this game. Buffalo was kind of busting us off the line – at a consistent pace. And, and Josh Allen just running the ball is, is absurd. Um, Had to have that on a prop bet. I mean, good God. He's unstoppable. He, and, you know, James Cook ran the ball great. He was always getting open on the screens. Um, I expected more from our defense in that one, especially up front. I know, know we suffered some injuries uh, in, 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 like, the middle of the area there. 
Um, I thank you, Sean McDermott, for calling a fake punt there. I don't understand why you did that. Um, Tony Romo is apparently him and Demar Hamlin, maybe the only two people on earth that know why they did that and like agree with doing that. I, I, it makes no sense. And they they said it was a uh, it was sent in as a um, it was a read. So Demar Hamlin could read and say, "Hey, I see this. We're calling a fake." I think in that situation, when you're at the 28 yard line, uh, nothing ever results in you calling a fake there in a close game like that. But apparently, it was sent in, and it just so happened that the Chiefs sent 10 men out on the field, and that's why they called it. So, and thank you, Drew Tranquil, for busting two blocks and getting back there to make that tackle, aka the tranquilizer. Dude, he was all over the place and we needed him to step up big with the with the linebacker. What about all those had. balls going flying around in the third fourth <laughs> quarter? I mean like that. like I'm talking about running and and someone coughs it up and it's rolling and some of the agility is of the agility of these players to run up and snag that ball on both teams. I mean it was it was nuts. Uh it was high High excitement for sure. Fourth quarter, man. Yeah, they were, I know you're on your toes, Tuna. They were smacking them out of bounds and and, and everything. It, I don't know what it was with the ball, but it was uh, hard to hold on to on Sunday night. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I that game did not play out the way I expected it to. The pace of it, anything. I didn't expect that many points to be scored at all. Uh, I don't like betting unders, but Freddie. Um, Freddie kind of leaned on me on that one, and I, I kind of went with the under on that game and regretted it, and that's no way to watch football. <laughs> and well, like I said, when I bet unders in college, I norm, they're normally games I'm not watching. Well, I had a double so, under Sunday. I had an under in the Tampa Bay game, which completely screwed me. Right. Me, yeah, and then an under in the Chiefs game, which completely screwed me. So, is what it is. Um I'll uh I'll take the win. I'm ready to move on, man. Now it's uh this one's bittersweet and we'll preview it a little bit later because Swifty's uh, good luck. Yeah, um I'm about tired of Swifty, I'll tell you that right now. I don't I mean like why what has she done? Like why do people hate her so much? No, it's just nothing. It, there's nothing and I'm, I'm just kidding. curious. I don't know anything the, about the but girl. But the box and having Kelsey's brother already in there celebrating with his shirt off and holding infants and everything, I'm like, dude, I don't think his players appreciate it. <laughs> I was getting much. ready to say she, coming off a she loss. got very little attention the other I don't think his players, like there, his teammates, there, could care there, less. There is no okay. chance that anybody on that Eagles team gave even a half a thought to no. that. Players players are not like fans. And a lot of times we get in that mode like, well, I, when my team loses, I'm depressed for two weeks. <laughs> well, players aren't like that. The season was over. They're all in their vacation homes, uh, you know, watching their friends cheer. And they know it's his brother, and I, I can't imagine. Well, maybe they are now, but I'm not thinking Peyton Manning was doing Well, that I mean, hell, he, he was lost. out there tailgating with Bill's Mafia all day. You yeah. see him? He was taking oh, shots out of bowling I, balls. That's and what I'm talking about. All kinds I'm of shit, man. Yeah. One of his teammates actually uh, sent out a tweet during the game, and it literally said, Jason being Jason. That's all it said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And, and he, like the other thing that 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 cracks me up about all this is they're like, why are they showing her so much on TV? Like, 
what do you want them to show? The, the huddle? Like, what difference does it make? Or some random fan picking his nose in the right. stands. I mean, like, I don't... It, it's it's smart for the NFL to take advantage. Mm-hmm. She's one of the most... And it, it's really funny if you look on some of the social media posts of the people that have been introduced to football just because of her and have no idea what's going on in the game. And there are these whole Twitter threads of like, uh, what does it mean when the... When the guy in the striped shirt throws that towel on the field, you know, like talking about throwing a penalty, somebody said, what in the hell is a touchback? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's so it's, you know, opened a lot of people's eyes, to the NFL. And it's like watching a game with Fred. <laughs> I, stand, I stand corrected. I love Swifty then. You, you guys talk me into Well, it. I just, I, it blows I'm my, like, sorry. I don't know. People hate her for some reason. I, I didn't say I hate well, her. Well, no, not you, but like general consensus is like people either love that girl to death or hate her. There's no middle ground. Well, and, and I'm like, to somebody that's completely ignorant to her and knows, like, I remember when she sung country music when she was like a 15 year old girl. Yeah. Other than that, like, I don't know anything about her. And I have no knowledge of her music at all. I don't really know of anything of her at all. I just, it doesn't bother me when she's at the game. Like, it doesn't bother me. Now the and Chiefs, it bothers a lot of people. But I know she has great me. taste in men. The Chiefs <laughs> owners, uh, now those, yeah, the Chiefs owners, wife and uh, daughter. daughter. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, God bless her. They're having fun. <laughs> well, wouldn't if her and her mom were both Miss Missouri, right? Oh, right. okay. There you go. I think uh, Fred, I think Fred's just upset because he hasn't Missouri. got a. You know, Drew Locke yet. dated her in college at University of Missouri. Really? Yeah. And then he got drafted by the Broncos, <laughs> and then that ended it. <laughs> so I don't know. I what... think if KC wins, Tune has to come down here and sing a Taylor Swift song. I will, dude. I'll just shake it I off. I mean, little karaoke. <laughs> Travis has instruments. We can, we, there's no drum set down here anymore. Right, Fred, well, so true. We you can't bang on the drums. I'll set friendship yeah. bracelets all around. I'll <laughs> I'll set the drums back up j- just for that. Wear your <laughs> wear your pink ring too, there. Tim. If we win the Super Bowl, <laughs> your championship and my ring. friendship bracelet that yes. was made um, for me. But, so uh, we also had uh, Baltimore and Houston. Uh, Baltimore pretty much ran roughshod over Houston. I. Thought the game would be closer than it was, but uh, what can you say about Lamar Jackson? I mean, he was that his best. That was his best game in the playoffs in his career, right? Oh, uh, in the playoffs, definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, he had four touchdowns, two rushing, two passing. Right. He's. Uh, I don't know. He just takes it to another level. Uh, I'm glad to see him finally play for an offensive coordinator that will let him do other stuff besides hand the ball off and take off running and throw to the tight end. Uh, nothing, I mean, Greg Roman is what Greg Roman is, but having Todd Munkin come in, it, it really, we've seen a different level of, uh, Lamar Jackson that a lot of people, uh, did not believe was there. And, uh, he brought some wide receivers in to finally help him out. But he, uh, for, if, if you think about where the off season was with Lamar Jackson, where the Ravens said, basically like, go get a contract. Get you know any team can can offer you a contract. This is a guy that's won an MVP before. Nobody did. Everybody had a shot at him. And then I don't think anybody in this room could name 
at least like 14 starting quarterbacks in the NFL because of all the injuries that happened by the end of the season. Well, how, how do you spell collusion? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, the other owners, the, the, the owners got together and said, nobody offer this dude a contract or we're going to end up paying our uh, the, uh, quarterback a billion dollars. I agree. That's but what like, happened. There's always a Cleveland Browns out there that's willing to say, you know what? Screw you guys. We're going to pay this and, and get our own and we'll deal with the ramifications later. And they're dealing with the ramifications from it. But either way, I feel like like Baltimore was going to match whatever offer he got. Right. I think they were just basically saying, hey, um, compare what you're asking for to the market value. Right. And is what it is. But still, I feel like if somebody would have just came with a massive amount of money, he may have, may have took it. And if the Bills couldn't or the, the Ravens couldn't have matched it. But either way, man, I love seeing the progression of Lamar Jackson because for whatever reason, and I can't tell you why, he is the most criticized player in the NFL, and it makes no sense to me. Um, I mean, all he's done is keep his head down, play football, yeah, and do totally. it do it at a totally. very high level. Because, I mean, you still have guys, especially on a, from a national standpoint, who still cling to that idea that somehow he's not a quarterback built for the playoffs. He's he's only a. They still think about him the way he was a few years ago, a run first guy, uh, maybe not as accurate. But all he's put all that to rest times ten now. He's a dynamic passer. He's a dynamic runner when he needs to be. Uh, he seems like a tremendous teammate and a great leader. Like, what else do you want from your starting quarterback? Since, I don't know. On a guess, I would say he's probably the most well-respected player in the league from other players, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yes. One of the top uh, Most players are speechless when they talk other about players, it. Other players, yes. Yeah, yeah sure. other players. Yes, and, and I would agree with that. Since he's been in the league, who's been his best receiver before this year? Hollywood Brown? Hollywood Brown. Is yep. that it? Yep, I think like, so. I mean, what is that? You can't do that. I know. And – so, I mean, now, I mean, Odell Beckham, they signed him. He's not very productive, but he still draws attention. He is what he is. Flowers, but Zay Flowers, Flowers has become help. incredible. Yeah. Rashad Bateman is actually that was turning guy, into that a was, pretty solid receiver. He was the receiver. one that stepped up when Hollywood Brown left. Well, he played, he's been hurt a lot, yeah, too. Yeah. So, it's like with Hollywood Brown out and then Bateman always injured, Lamar really didn't have much. He was going to Andrews a lot. And a guy named Greg Roman calling the plays. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm glad to see the Ravens put it away. I did expect more of a fight from the Texans. I I did too, but man. That second half, they just folded, man. Apparently, Lamar gave a halftime speech for the ages. And it's one of those things that will go down in history, but anybody that was involved in it, is not leaking the details for him. Yeah. So that's awesome. But yeah, I'm sure we'll hear, we'll find out exactly what, what we'll find out the details at some point in the future, but too many expletives. Yeah, <laughs> probably so. But it's just weird. Like a guy that doesn't speak up like that, you know, to just take over in that, that halftime. So he's all passion, baby. Yeah. I mean, what it was tied up 10 to 10 at halftime. And then, yeah, and then it was 24, nothing in yep. the second half. And it was never even in doubt after those first couple possessions, really. Um, the, the game that, and I still am not sure how this game ended up the way it did. I want to really go over the last two or three minutes in this ball game. The other Saturday game, 
with the Packers and the 49ers. I am still at a complete loss as to how the Packers ended up losing that game. It seemed to me like they were winning. They were going to win. They were going to win. They were going to win. And then all of a sudden they lost. Like, I don't, I don't know. I was very impressed with the way the Packers played. Um, I have no dog in that fight. I was, I kind of, well, I think everybody thinks that San Francisco is the better team and probably sets up better for a, potential well for the championship game and a potential Super Bowl but what did you guys think of that game it was wild I think the Packers have I, I, I've sent several text messages to buddies throughout that game that says I'll never pick against the Packers again because they've been screwing me for like the last five weeks going against them they just keep surprising me Jordan Love got better and better um that Boy, defense play they stepped up and played stepped yeah. up. uh those young receivers they got a hell of a future in Green Bay I they mean that's do. that's gonna be a scary team going forward um, the 49ers, like Fred said during the game, the game plan changed when Debo left the game. Yes. But also in that game, Brock Purdy was bad. Um, he, I don't know. I, I'm not going to buy the wet ball thing. Like, but he, like you seen the one pass he where he drops back and yeah. he wipes his hand off in right. mid, you know, pass. It's yeah. like, how, how are you even doing this? Um, I, I feel like with the, I mean, McCaffrey's tough as nails, you know, he's going to get yeah. you where you're going and what, you know what I'm saying? He's, he is going to get his, but I think Debo gives them that extra, you know, they, I mean, think about the whole year. They ran a lot of plays with him and uh, he kind of opens it up for Ayuk. But when Ayuk is there and no one else is, and and then just McCaffrey's running it. It doesn't seem like it's the same offense to me. Um, I don't know. I'm not saying Debo's an All Pro player or anything. I mean, you know, no, what I'm but saying? he's definitely but a fire. Cause, Debo Samuel's who we're talking about, but no, I mean he he opens the playbook up so much more, and it, you yeah. know you keep your defense on the hills when you got a guy like that even on the field. Uh, I think the thing with San Francisco that I look at this team and I look at this roster, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And they should not give up the points that they're giving up. This is a, a letdown defense. Right. When and they you, were up top earlier in the year, right? I mean, yeah. they, they were in the top five in total defense. Yeah. I mean. Is it their corners or linebackers? It's, mean, it's everything. It everything. It's up front. Like, all right, first of all, who's the kid that they got from uh, Washington? The third, third overall pick. Uh, they just got him in a trade. This season, he plays edge opposite side. I'm sorry, I was talking to Jody. Um, I, I, I I'm missed your. Question. I'm blanking on his name. He was the third overall pick. He went to the Washington Commanders. He plays opposite of Joey Bosa, and get, he went to San Francisco oh, on a trade. Yeah, uh, um, he's terrible. He's. he's, he's, he's <laughs> I mean, he's. Yeah, what is his name? I, I don't know. I'll find it here in a minute. Yeah, but it doesn't even. We don't even need to say right. it because he's terrible. Um, you know, Eric Armstead. You know, you, I mean. Fred Warner, you go through the list of guys on this team and it's just not there. The the biggest weakness should be their secondary because they're it's not there. But the guys up front are really underperforming in my opinion. Like you can run on this team. Oh yeah. You can you can really run on this team, which is great for Detroit coming in there. Right. 
I, you should not be able to run on this team. You're, you know, quarterbacks shouldn't have any time at all with with this team. Like, I don't see home field advantage being that big being out there either. No, it is going to be. I know the Lions play, the Lions do play strong at home. Yeah, it is going to be 68 and DeFore- sunny out there. DeForest Buckner. No, it's not DeForest Buckner. Oh, okay. He plays for the Colts. Yeah, oh. it's not Will Anderson. Well, he was he was the third pick uh, this year. He was a real, Will Anderson, a rookie this year. This kid was a third oh, well, round. played for Bama. Third overall pick two years ago. But yeah, but no, I. I uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm they, let down by San Francisco. I feel like when I'm when I'm looking at this roster, I'm looking at a Pro Bowl roster, okay, from top to bottom. Right. And when I'm watching the product on the field, I'm getting a middle tier NFL defense, and right. it just it's it's. It's tough you to watch. Wonder about Purdy at all? Not having been in this situation, uh, and I know, go- but golf's been to a Super Bowl, so he's been in this situation. He he played in the NFC Championship last year. Okay, Purdy. Yeah. No, well, that lasted about that lasted about five minutes. Yeah, oh, they got hurt, but yeah, they had like uh, I, yeah, they I, ran out of quarterbacks. I think you remember CMC finished that game at quarterback. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. So it, um, so this is kind of like you know his debut in the in the NFC Championship game for Purdy. But I look for him to rebound, man. Like he he's been good. He's been solid all year. I think the the rain. Like I said, I hate buying into that, but it obviously bothered him. Right, like right. the be, not being able to grip the ball, and maybe there's something and to I, all this hand size talk. Detroit, everybody talks I gotta, about. Hold on, I gotta say something about that. When when people bring up something like that, though, it wasn't raining for just one team and not for the other team. It was raining yeah. for both teams. No, that, I agree, but it seemed to bother Purdy. Yeah, it, it, it and can, that's what I'm saying. It can affect yeah different players. Like, some players hate playing when it's cold. Yeah. Some players love playing when it's cold. But I, I don't think there's any question to it. I don't like the cold. I don't think there's any <laughs> question when the guy before the game is taking his glove off and then putting it back on and then taking the extra snaps. and I, I, Whether it was physical, mental, probably a little bit of both, it clearly did affect him and his confidence in that game, I don't think he was ever comfortable. Right. And like right. we said, that I think the game plan completely changed um, when Debo went out. So they were playing on, on, on the fly. You know what I mean? They and were playing on the fly. That's what it looked like. He was yeah. definitely uncomfortable. And uh, I don't know. I thought it was going to be another choke job by Shanahan. But I guess he'll probably wait till this weekend of the Super Bowl before <laughs> he chokes again. So, Well, the Lions are – roaring right along yeah i love it i mean how can you not love this lions team like everybody i, I feel like america's hey, all america's of america's pulling, pulling for them. yeah come on and and uh, quite frankly tampa bay acquitted themselves wonderfully too they played oh yeah a good great solid game uh detroit was the better team i i thought that game was very entertaining as well evans had a couple great catches in that game baker's yeah. about to get paid Yes, he and is. And he deserves it, Yes, man. he is. Yeah, he does deserve it. I, I, I like say, that kid. I say good for him. Hey, yeah. who don't want to play for him? Yeah, dude, I mean, I'd, I'd go to war with that guy any day. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he's found a place that that he fits in. He's mm-hmm. comfortable there. He's definitely a Florida guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see him and Gar- – or is it Gardner Johnson, him and uh, – Gardner uh, Minshew? Uh, no, him and uh, – they got their picture taken. They were sparring back and forth. 
who was it? Him and the uh, the DB that were sparring. Oh yeah, in you're the right. Media. It was Gardner Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then they, at the end of the game, they're both together getting their picture taken, which mm-hmm. I thought was a cool sign of respect, gamesmanship. You know. Yeah, I think people know what. I mean, players know what they're getting with with Baker. Like he's a feisty little. He's the closest thing to Brett Favre without the talent. Right. You know, I mean, he's got right. talent, but he's not Brett Favre talent. Right. But like right. he plays like Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah. Like. You know, he fiery and and I don't know, man. He talks shit the whole game. He, I, I like the guy. Uh, he's fun to watch. I mean, I, I remember him in Oklahoma, just you know, going out and grabbing his nuts at midfield. Yeah. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like it was. <laughs> and I mean, it's a cool freaking story too. He was a, he was a walk on. Yeah, yeah. Walk-on. I mean, he's a walk on Heisman Trophy. He went to one the Heisman Trophy, and he's got a good personality too. He's a funny guy. Think of all those commercials he's been on. I mean, yep. he's he's a well, he's uh, self deprecating too. Yeah. Like he makes fun of himself, yeah, like which yeah. is cool. So yeah. I don't know, man. But um, that uh, the Buccaneers team definitely uh, outperformed expectations, no doubt. Which uh, and they were they were a fun team to watch, and Detroit was just too much for them. I. St. Brown, he's tough, dude. St. Brown's tough. The rookie, Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. Uh, Montgomery didn't even do much in that game. No. No, he didn't. And he's kind of their workhorse. They use Gibbs a lot. They change that game plan up a little I bit. I feel like Montgomery's so good between tackles, but Gibbs is such a game changer out in space. I and, and any, like He's going to get the catches. Man, Montgomery killed me. Like on, if you get, rushing and getting a touchdown, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! If you're gonna take a Lions uh, prop bet on a running back, always lean Gibbs. But I want to say yeah. this: Did you not at the beginning of the game run the freaking ball Dude, in? Montgomery well, like, should have had a touchdown. What right is there? all this? This these stupid little plays that they're doing? Anything like, dude? You just ran all the way down the field on them. Rush the ball in from the five yard line for God's sake. As a fan of. Andy Reid teams, um, he overdoes everything from the five-yard line in. Like, I don't understand why all the window dressing. Just knuckle down, give it to your back, let him run it in. Montgomery's going to get that touchdown. I'm telling you. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that was right there. I don't I don't know, man. I don't get it. It's uh, trending that way, but whatever. More and more teams are not running it in. Yeah, so, unless you have a big quarterback, like if you have a Jalen Hurts or a Josh Allen, Josh they're running Allen's it in. running it in. But that's a money touchdown. I think these coaches Put just that prop bet down for whatever reason they just don't want to like hike the ball that close to the goal line, take three steps back and hand it off. Right. It's like they just want to go forward right. or sideways. Lamar with it. and Josh Allen are the top dogs on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, Jalen well, Hurts. Well, you got Pacheco, who's tough as nails. Well, we well the Chiefs have been doing that more now that with Pacheco. Hilaire out there. Hilaire has been coming along. He, uh, I look for Hilaire to have a big game. Not a big game, but a big game for Hilaire standards this week because I think Baltimore is going to be tough for Pacheco to get running. And I want to wait before we break down the yeah the upcoming games. I want to touch on uh another huge story in the world of sports this week which is drink uh, <laughs> jim harbaugh why are we drinking for harbaugh i'm kidding oh. i just figured there might be a bama story out there yeah baby harbaugh jim harbaugh to the la chargers uh i don't think it shocks anybody that he left michigan um 
you know, he won a championship. Michigan is could or could not, as we talked about last week, possibly get hammered for their uh, indiscretions, we should say. Cheating scandal. Uh, but uh, recruiting scandals. But he's he's back to the uh, he's back to the NFL. I think most people thought that that's where he wanted to go. He wants to win a Super Bowl. Welcome to the AFC West, pal. <laughs> uh, I think it's a perfect situation for him. Uh, he is known as a quarterback, kind of a guru, right? Yeah. Um, they've got talent there. Uh, it is going to be interesting going from a place like Michigan where the fans live and die with their team to a place that I don't think they would care if the team up and moved tomorrow. <laughs> no. <laughs> they rent the building that they play the thing in. Is, he can walk like, around Los Angeles all day and I bet maybe uh, nobody one, will know who he one is. person would recognize yep, him. Nobody will know who he is. It's a whole different scenario. We know he's a weirdo, but he's a hell of a football coach. Mm-hmm. They're going to go, who's the guy in the Dockers? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> They're all wearing flip-flops and say, shit. He's the only guy in L.A. that wears uh, khaki Dockers yeah. every day. Who's the guy not drinking a spritz or he's drinking milk over there <laughs> in Dockers? What do you guys think about uh, about his move and uh, what that says for uh, – where where Michigan is going to go and and what you think is going to happen with him to the Chargers? I think I, I've been saying it for years. The Chargers um, have probably one of the most talented rosters from top to bottom in the NFL, or at least they have for the last two years. I don't know what their roster is going to look like next year with free agency and everything. The only thing they were lacking was a head coach. Brandon Staley was was terrible. Uh, I don't even understand well, how he kept that job. As I remember as early on. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe in our NFL preview episode, you said you thought Staley was the worst coach in all of professional sports. Yeah, I still think that. Um, he's just not in professional sports anymore. So who's he going to bring with him? I don't know. Uh, but I I have no idea what his staff will look like. But I just... I'll uh, probably dig around a little bit. Yeah. Um, on, on that note... Uh, two, if I was him, I would grab it. Joe Brady. The two things they talked about the Chargers the last couple available. days was how much talent is on that team. Yeah. No reason for the record this year. And the other one was about Harbaugh talking about how, how good a coach he is. They said he coaches his coaches harder than he coaches his players. It, it, they said he's a coach developer, which I don't know a whole lot about him, so I don't know. Well, if he's a coach developer, uh, his, if, if he's a coach developer, his – uh, offensive coordinator's probably going to be the head coach at Michigan if they don't want to lose a whole bunch of guys. And it seems like they're all stagnant there. And uh, from what I've read, they are all all maize and gold. Or well, whatever I guess Sharon Moore got is. that head coaching job there, right? I don't know yet. It hasn't I think they've pretty yet, much named it. I'm pretty it. much sure he's going to be Fred, maize is the gold. It's maize. and blue. Yeah. Maize and blue. Go yeah, blue. There you go. <laughs> maize and blue. Is that their colors? They yeah. got cool, they got cool helmets. Watch the drums. Amazing. <laughs> it's corn colored. But but no, they uh and there will be guys that transfer out. Oh I mean, sure, it's, sure. It's gonna happen. But I do think they're I mean, Blake Corm's like, I'm here, baby, and and you know, and I think some of the other guys will be. Maybe uh number two will, might head out, but uh but anyways, they're gonna. I mean, I think it's a good move to hire from within, and every they love this guy, and he went six and zero. Oh. 
Uh, I mean, it, it's a logical pick, uh, you know. So I don't think that the, I don't. I, I would love to see the buzzards hit a little bit, just just for the just to let it happen up there in the Midwest a little bit. The buzzards being like pick the team dry. Yeah. Okay. Pick them out. Pick them out a little bit. Oh, you know what's funny? Ohio State that. ain't gonna get any of them. That's for sure. <laughs> I really believe that Michigan, like these Auburn some bitches, these Bama boys, head over to Auburn. I I don't. I, I'm I'm a probably. I would bet a little money to say that no one from Michigan is going to go to Ohio State. Well, the thing is, I, I will show them respect on that. Doesn't the transfer portal open back up again in like two weeks? Uh, it opens up uh, March 6th. Okay. Well, there you go. 6th. So you know, We still got a little ways to go. Yeah, but that'll, that'll, that'll come real quick. No, it won't. Yeah, it will. No, it won't. Yeah, it will. That, that, that Michigan, that's getting ready to open up real soon. I'm sure your boy down there at BAM is already making phone calls and doing a little tampering right now trying to get ahead of the spring transfer portal. Hey. No, I'm just saying. Hey, fun of these IU guys. My man, Kalen DeBoer, uh, does everything above board. Alabama is the new standard of doing things the right that's way. That's right. Period. End of story. Well, while we're on that, I'm going to say, hey, kudos to Kalen getting his first big recruit. Uh, Five-star Ryan Williams uh, recommitted to Bama. We'll see how that goes. It's not it's solid in stone. Nothing is anymore uh, these days, but. Uh, got a couple receivers and offensive linemen from Washington. Poor Washington well, good and for Arizona. Poor Washington and Arizona are getting literally I was about to say, demoralized. I was about to say, for all the weeping and gnashing of teeth I know, you I, did about Alabama last week, Washington, do they have a quarterback but on their roster right forget, now? Don't forget, last week I was taking their I – was, I was saying I felt bad for Washington and Arizona. Uh, but yes, I don't know like, if they do. Travis like Washington has literally been picked bare. Yes, yeah, all their best players are gone. You know, their what? backups are gone. <laughs> Jed Fish doesn't need anybody. Yeah. He'll go out and do it himself. There you go. Yeah, he, Jed Fish. Is he, is he going to get Fish McWilliams? <laughs> I hope so. That'd be a match. <laughs> Which, then. by the way, I am. I am not a John a Fairweather fan. I am wearing my Washington Huskies uh, hoodie. Down here tonight, probably for the last time. <laughs> I actually really like the sweatshirt. Yeah, it's yeah. a great sweatshirt. So yeah. I'll probably wear it, but yeah. but I won't care whether they win or lose. Wear it to a Louisville FC game. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I won't goal. care if they win or lose a football game, probably for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah, all your guys are at Bama yeah. now. Yeah. Come yeah. on, yeah. are baby. you a Bama boy Come now? Come on down, baby. We, we can all sign it and hang it next to the pizza box in the jail. <laughs> That's right. Pizza box I, is hanging up, folks. I will uh I will I was thinking about this the other day about, you know, my love hate relationship with Alabama football. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I wasn't here. The elephant in the room. Because uh Drink. clearly uh you know, I love Kalen DeBoer, I love Kane Womack, uh a lot of the other coaches that have come from Indiana that are there, their strength and conditioning coach came from Indiana a few years ago. Um I will say this, Fred, I will find it very difficult to actively root against Alabama as long as Kalen DeBoer is there. All right. 
That's that's about as big of an endorsement. I love that as I can get. You and I've been to a Alabama game before. We had a good time. Well, <laughs> we had a good time till we almost died oh, leaving right, the stadium. Right, but, right. Well, uh, if you sit back and you look at the other SEC teams, like I can't, like I would pull for Bama over Georgia. I would pull for Bama over Texas A and M. I would pull for Bama over Texas. You love Texas A and M. Texas, or well, when Bobby Petrino was you there, you picked them to win the conference. Well, it's because I, I like Bobby Petrino. <laughs> as big of an asshole as he is, he's got a piece well, of my you, heart. Now he's at your school that you really do like the I Hogs. It. I know it. I love him at Arkansas. Him, him, and Sam Pittman are getting together. I mean, they love Bobby there, buddy. Are you kidding me? I mean, that yeah. is unbelievable. I mean, they love him there. I'd it's... like to see him at a volleyball game or two. But uh, <laughs> as I've said a hundred times, you get fired for anything but losing. You will always be rehired, and Arkansas <laughs> yeah. proves it yet again. Just get yeah. fired for anything but losing. You think he'll do any Harley commercials in Arkansas? Why is <laughs> I mean, if I was a Harley dealership, I would definitely get him on I a think, commercial. I mean, I think that would have been I, a stipulation. I, no, he has to get buy him a Corvette or something. What, what he needs to... Uh, well, you know he didn't. There was no motorcycle involved in that. What he needs to sell... All. I've heard different stories on that. Yeah, what he a needs to sell her boyfriend. What he needs to sell is uh, medical medical equipment. He needs to come out and say, <laughs> yeah. say nobody's ever looked better in a press conference wearing one of these giant clown clownish neck braces. I don't even know me. if they wear those anymore. And he had that like, yeah, my grandma's got one of these white ones at home. I'll bring it over. And he still had that old school white, you know. It, it like, used to be white. It's like yellow now. Yeah, it's, it's, yellow, so yeah, it's yellow, like a yellow uh, oh, floaty God. from the lake. I mean, like, dude, get him a get get him one of them plastic. I mean, uh, that goes down top five images in oh, press God. conference history. He's, he's wearing his. Hat. If you put together a collage of the last twenty years of college football. Like that picture alone, like takes up <laughs> oh, a yeah, massive yeah, spot yeah, on yeah, that collage. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. There is no doubt. Is that right up there with uh, Chip Kelly, the press conference this year with LSU or last year with LSU? Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Speaking of which, why would so you're telling me that Brian Kelly would leave LSU to go to Michigan if something happened? They wouldn't have got hired that offensive coordinator because he's number two on that list. And I just thought it was weird. I mean, I know he's up there. He was at Notre Dame, da-da-da. I just – I wouldn't be shocked if he left LSU. I know he doesn't think fit LSU, but he is there's kind a of massive, found a niche there. massive portion of the LSU fan base that kind of wishes that he would leave and go Oh, to really? I, okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Like, okay. I, I, I would think. I don't know that well, for sure. but have like, Johnny on that one. I don't think he fits there. Right. And, and I, I, there's like a weird marriage. as being more of a Midwest I, I mean, type I guy. do. I do, too. I He'll see always be Notre guy. Dame to me, like seeing him on the sidelines at Notre Dame. Seeing him at LSU. Like, Cincinnati and Notre Dame is where I know Brian Kelly. Seeing him at LSU and trying to fit into the SEC and trying to, I don't know. Like, I have a hard time envisioning him going into these homes recruiting in louisiana right you know what i mean yeah like you i see you in youngstown ohio recruiting like it's not you kidding me he walks in there and says (laughs) we having black eyed peas for dinner tonight (laughs) you don't think (laughs) 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 like 
my dream is that PJ Fleck leaves Minnesota and Brian Kelly goes to Minnesota and walks out at halftime of a football game and sounds like an extra from the movie Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dream. That's awesome, man. I love it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we were talking about Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. And it was, this thing somehow went Only on completely this show sideways. Can Jim Harbaugh turn into a conversation about SEC football? <laughs> That's how quirky he is. Uh, so that's how quirky somebody on the show is. So well, hey, to finish hey, up, to finish yeah, up yeah, with yeah, college yeah, football, yeah, please, I thought please. it was crazy. Just one little quick story that's kind of nuts, and it's not a big deal. But to guys like us that followed Arizona, I thought that Jake and Delora thing is weird because he left Arizona and went what? He played eleven games. He was fantastic to go to Texas State. Mm-hmm who we know has a great up and coming coach and uh and then he uh he has uh, you know a, there's a civil lawsuit uh that happened to him in high school and I think that is uh, for what explain to the well it's a sexual mm-hmm. lawsuit I don't know exactly what happened I think that they were all under age mm-hmm. and I uh let's see Ooh, that doesn't sound good. No, that sounds pretty bad. Right, right. No, I get it, but they, I think that they said that the the person on the other side of it, didn't I hear that That she... I don't know anything well, about I this story, so... I think she tried to drop the charges. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's all I know. That's all I know. But anyways, I just... And he's he withdrew. They were going to pick it in Texas State, and they were going to pick it, and he withdrew. So, now there's... You know, all that aside, and that's a bad thing. Uh, but that, uh, but it happened in high school, and it's coming to fruition here. But uh, he is withdrawn now. You got a quarterback that went nine and what ten and two, and out there popping around, and is not hooked up with a team right now. So I found that interesting. He could end up doing a year to Jayden community college. Delora. And um, could end up going to community college, and absolutely. You know where he came came from? Washington State. When he went to, he transferred to Arizona from Washington State. Hmm. Hmm. Pullman, Washington. I'd leave there too. (laughs) Have you ever been to Pullman, Washington? No. And by the way, the quarterback. <laughs> nope. The quarterback. Just doesn't sound like a place I'd want to be. Just a general consensus. Just a general consensus. I'm not interested. Nope. And I'll say this and we're done, but the quarterback that the quarterback that was so good at Texas State, he transferred out and he's at Western Kentucky. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, and I guarantee well, I think he the toppers, got paid big the Toppers time. got a new quarterback, they, buddy. Well, they got, I know. That kid know. that showed up. In, uh, in that bowl that, game. Oh, don't yeah. you find that strange that he transferred there from Texas State and, you know, he took them to a bowl game. They, the uh, toppers are a, a very well-respected program. Oh, yeah. Well, they're so. definitely, uh, I mean, their quarterbacks. <laughs> when was the last time Western had a quarterback that wasn't slinging the ball all over the field I like mean, a maniac? I mean, it doesn't matter who's coaching that. No, they're it doesn't matter. They're always got somebody that's doesn't just throwing matter. it like crazy. So I, I don't get it, but <laughs> I'd love to have one of those guys up here in in our backyard. But it is what it is. Um. So let's uh let's move on to this weekend's conference championship games in the NFL. Um, 
I was just, I haven't really, I've been so busy this week. I hadn't had a lot of time to, uh, to look up the lines. We had talked about it off the air a little bit. Four and seven. Yeah, we've got, uh, well, it's, uh, right now, Baltimore's three and a half. Ooh. Minus three and a half and Back San down. Francisco minus seven. Uh, I'm not going to ask you guys to make your picks right now. We'll save that for the end of the show. But, uh, Tune, I'll start with you. Uh, what are you looking for? What does Kansas City need to do to win the game? And uh, do you think Detroit and San Francisco is going to be a tight game, or you think San Francisco uh, wins that one going away? Let's go. Let's let's talk about these two games. All right, um, the, the Chiefs game. We'll start out with that. Um, I think for the Chiefs to to pull out the upset at, at, on the road. They're going to have to be creative on the on the offensive side of the ball. There's no doubt that's a really good fast uh defense at Baltimore. Um they they've been shutting it down. Patrick Queen is is just had an incredible year. Um what's the guy that transferred or that traded in from Chicago Bears? Transferred. Yeah. Now you got Tra- transfer on yeah, the brain. Uh he was traded from the Bears, played at Georgia. Uh Roquan Oh Roquan Smith. Yeah, Roquan Smith. He's Jesus, that kid. Yeah, he's got a motor. Yeah, he's something else. I, but all around, that's it's just a solid defense. Uh, our defense has to – we can't give up big plays here. Uh, we got to lock these tight ends down. So, linebacker play, which sucks because we're banged up at the linebacker spot right now. Um. Linebackers are going to have to really play out. Linebackers and safeties are, are going to save us in you this need game. need the honey badger. Yeah. You know what? I like our safeties <laughs> right now. It's uh, it's more I or less. I love your safety. Yeah. I love your DBs, safeties, yeah. corners. The secondary is not that big of a deal, but I'm, I'm not too worried about Lamar beating us with his legs. I know that sounds really? crazy. I'm more concerned about him beating us with his arm because – I think Spags is going to have enough blitz packages lined up for him, and and he's going to disguise it enough to where he's going to confuse Lamar. Um, But That's kind of what the Ravens do, too. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And it's – On D. I don't know how this is going to play out, man. It's. I think the Chiefs are going to have to outscore them somehow, and I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, Andy Reid's going to have to get deep in his playbook. I don't think Pacheco's going to be able to run the ball like he has the past two games. Maybe Hardman will have a better game. I look for Hardman to actually be productive in this game. Just a uh, fumble. Well, it will be a wild atmosphere, but I think Kansas City having come off of that, I feel better about their chances at Baltimore since they were on the road last week at Buffalo. Yeah, if you'd give me, would you rather play at Buffalo or at Baltimore? I'd much rather play at Baltimore than Buffalo. Thank God it's not a night game because there's something about the Baltimore Ravens stadium and atmosphere and the way they come out at night. It just seems way more scarier and the fans seem way more rowdy. But um, I don't know. I look for... Ravens like the dark, yeah. We're going to have to get tricky in this. You're going to see a lot of players that normally wouldn't make plays line up. You've seen it last week with Valdez Scanling, who has had a terrible problem with the drops all year. He made two wonderful grabs to keep drives alive at big times in the game. He's going to have to make plays. Mikel Hardman's going to have to make plays. 
Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I think, is actually going to be a pretty solid little part of this game plan yeah. because we're going to get back to Andy Reid's roots when he had, uh, what, Brian Dawkins up there with uh, um, Philly. And we're going to do dump down passes. Um, rice is hot or cold? Rice is hot, but this or is a cold. bad matchup for Rice. Right. I think Rice is okay. going to be f- a focal point of the D- of the Baltimore defense. They're going to take him out of the game. Kelsey and Rice are probably going to be non-existent in this game. I did say Kelsey last week would have a big game. Break well, out game, yeah. Because well, the, you knew that too. Well, I mean, Buffalo was banged but, up but, up the middle. Yeah. Their safeties, but linebackers, everything. It was, it was, everything. To see him it was lined up for Kelsey to have a big yeah. game. In and that how did he get so open on that one play? God, I don't that, know that how was, he that was gets nuts. open. But – I think that was Mahomes doing on that. This uh, is uh, yeah. This this one's they're, they're going to have to be a lot more creative than they have been. You think forty four and a half as the number is is pretty close to what you think is going to happen? But I wouldn't touch that. Yeah. I don't know. I could see this being seventeen to ten. I could see it being you know thirty one to thirty eight. So I, I I have no idea. I just don't understand how you don't take Patrick Mahomes getting three and a half or four, for that matter. But three and a half or better, or dude, how do you not take Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? I agree. I, I mean, it's it's how I feel. I about, mean, how can you not take that? I just don't. You it's know, how I felt as about. Much as, I want Lamar to win a Super Bowl sometime, and I know Tune is in it to win it. But how do you not take the Chiefs? I agree. Until Lamar like really proves it in a big playoff game, I can't bet on him. Like last week against the Texans, I mean he he performed great, but let's be honest with you, that was the Houston Texans. It wasn't the Kansas City Chiefs. It's two different worlds. Um, Lamar, oh, no, I hear you. Lamar you're, you're has exactly been right. known to struggle against good teams, uh, right. especially in the playoffs. So. I can't. I couldn't put money on him in the playoffs and feel good about it. That that's yeah. just me. Um, you take the guy that's won two Super Bowls and it's been, you know, three of them. So it's uh, Mahomes is just. I don't know. He's a freak, man. Like the guy, just when you think he can't do anything, he does something, and I don't know how he does it. It makes no sense because he doesn't even look athletic. It, it doesn't even like. I don't he even. He sounds like a giant dork when yeah. he gets interviewed. <laughs> I mean, hey, don't mess with Tunis, man. Like, no, I mean, he no, has, he like, inverted like giant, knees. He, he, he like, runs like a weird. Giant dork. He does run he does weird. Run like, weird. I don't get it. He and it's like, like a, he takes like off down the field, and you're like, <laughs> he's going to get killed. And then he just whips and weaves like he's not fast. He's not, I don't know. I don't he get it. He runs with his... He sticks his gut out and pokes his butt out. And, like, I don't know. It's weird looking. I don't – I mean – While we're on Lamar – But, dude, Andy's one of the toughest players in the NFL. Let's go ahead and say that now. You and I talked about that. Oh, no, he's tough as nails. While we're on Lamar and Mahomes, go back to when Lamar won the Heisman that year. Mahomes' numbers, total yards was actually – and touchdowns was actually better than Mahomes that year Mm -hmm. when he was at Texas Tech. Now, Lamar won – Lamar rushed for over 1,500 yards. And he hurdled a Syracuse player, which everybody saw, you know. But, and but Mahomes wasn't even – he didn't even get a sniff 
Well, Mahomes threw a ton of interceptions at Texas Tech. Yeah, and like he was like, I'll be honest with you guys. Texas and them were. I don't know if I've said this on here before, but if you could have seen my reaction on draft day when we traded up to that tenth spot and we drafted Patrick Mahomes, I almost broke everything in sight. (laughs) I was like, "You're getting this kid that can't throw to his own teammates in college." Like he was all over the place. And you also have to remember that. Texas Tech was really considered a system quarterback. Yes, absolutely. Like he's only puts up numbers Mm -hmm. because he because of the whatever they call the the air not the air air raid but yeah but whatever they called it he only puts up and there was a long line of quarterbacks at Texas Tech were thought to have been that. And I none think, of them had I, ever been successful. I think everybody thought that. What mm-hmm. was it? What's the coach's name? That's coaching the NFL right now. That, that he was the co- head coach, Cliff right? Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, he's, he played uh, there as well. I think he just interviewed for the OC job right. in Chicago. But, but he, he has that quarterback system. You're right, Travis. And everybody what, thought all oh, these I mean, guys. Five hundred yards up. a game, every game. Yeah, and their defense was always you know the worst in, the, yeah. in college football, but. Yep. No doubt. It reminds me of that Houston system. Remember back in the day, Dave oh, Klingler yeah. and and Andre uh, Ware. Andre Ware. But after Ware, then you had Klingler, and then another guy. Uh, they all got – they were all throwing well, for yardage, I'm, crazy I'm, yardage. I'm oh, very, the guy that went to the Bengals, quarterback. Uh, that was No, Klingler. that was Klingler. Yeah. I'm very yeah. bitter about Andre Ware because he beat Anthony Thompson for the right, Heisman Trophy. Right, it was right. complete bullshit. Right. We're not going to get into that right now. We are going to get in. Von Dunbar's one thing, <laughs> but Anthony Thompson deserved that. Yes. We are going to get into the uh, to the NFC Championship game, which I cannot wait for. Uh, America, The new America's team, the Detroit Lions. Oh, Get against your powder blue and silver, the San Francisco Forty Nine Malibu Blue. Ooh, Malibu thank, thank Blue. You. I like. I that. think the actual Pantone is Malibu Blue. I love that. So I like that. That's even cooler. Yeah. You gonna paint your kitchen Malibu Blue? Uh, I'm not because I'm not a Detroit Lion fan. I remember oh, when I was. Army wishes were, Dodger right, Blue was, and was Malibu Travis, Blue. This Travis, you and I are more close. Uh, do you remember when you were a kid? And you could order in the Sears catalog, you could order these action figures that were football players. Oh, sure. sure. And they had all the uni- they had the uniforms sure. and it was a white guy and a black guy. Yep. And you get and I remember the first one I ever got, I thought the coolest uniform was the Detroit Lions. And I don't know why, but I had a Lions. And it was, I, I loved him, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, something that's, about Detroit Lions. That's where Fred got us Malibu Barbie from. That's where I got my, my no, no, I'm, uh, no. So now we're, we're in a, we're in a situation where. Everyone's going to remember those action figures, I'm telling you. Yeah. They had the I, helmets, their I helmets think came of, on and off. People yeah. of a certain age that lived and died when those catalogs came. Yeah. And I, I. I knew never to even ask for him because my dad would have been like, that thing's $15. <laughs> but uh, but I always wanted one. Yeah. Uh, but the NFC Championship game should be awesome theater with stories all over the place. The Lions and the 49ers. The 49ers, of course, their storied tradition in history against a Lions team that hasn't won anything since, what, 1957? Since um, Night Train Lane. Uh, 
What do you guys think is going to happen in this game? I happen to think it's going to be the game of the weekend. Get it, Tuna. All right. Uh, I think um, we see Detroit try to run the ball as much as possible and keep Purdy off the field because I think Purdy is going to have a bounce-back week and put up a monster passing number. Dry balls. I, I mean, that, dry balls. That, it's 68 and sunny this weekend. <laughs> okay, there. there you go. And this Detroit secondary is god-awful. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely. Brandon Ayuk by himself, Something about double Detroit coverage can, playing not on turf or in that. Yeah. Something about the way they play outdoors could be an issue. Just yeah. that simple. I think Something this – I think Detroit's going to establish the run like they always do. And I think they're going to be successful at it, too. Um, I don't think they're going to try to let Jeff, Jared Goff win this game. And I don't think he can win this game. I mean, if they're they, coming off a huge... If Jared Goff throws the ball 35-plus times, Detroit loses this game. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm betting the over on his on, on his throws, for sure. On completion... Yes. Or on attempts. On, com- on completions. Okay. Do you know what that number is? Uh, I would say it's probably 22, 23 is my guess. Maybe I'll look 24. it up. But, yeah, the but pro- I've won on it every time. Okay. Yeah, but I just I don't think you put this game in Jared Goff's hand. Well, that's nothing against me him. When he, you say that. He's you had a, a, a good season, but I, I just I think you rely heavily on those two is running backs. Debo they playing? have to. Is Debo yes. playing? Oh, I don't know. He's 50-50 right now. I would assume that he gets out there and plays. I think unless, If anything, he's going to decoy. I think unless he has some sort of setback in practice or has, or, you know, maybe in the walkthrough tomorrow, his leg tightens up in warm-ups, he's, he's going to be on the field. God, I don't Whether wanna, or not yeah. he is going to be a the Samuel that we're used to seeing, I mean, who right. knows? But I... I think it, uh, he'll go out there if they have to shoot him up with those horse tranquilizers. He'll end up on the field. <laughs> well, he might if he shoots him up with a horse tranquilizer, he might end up dead. <laughs> uh. Jared Goff, thirty-six and a half passing completion. Thirty-six attempts. Man. Attempts, not completions. Attempts. Okay. And what was the number I said? If he Good goes out and throws Lord. the ball thirty-five times, yeah, they're going to lose. That's Dang. a lot. Thirty-six so, and a half is a lot. Uh, it, yeah, I would take Damn, the under. Damn, I think I don't think under. It hasn't been that high. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing they're they're banking this on because all the nerd analytics have San Francisco winning this game by double digits. Everything's pointing to that. So I think they're saying, hey, he's going to be airing the ball out at the end of the game to bring him back. That's probably why his his uh, attempt number is so high. Um, I do. I do think that I don't think it's going to be the case, though. I do think that that the smart bet is with the 49ers. But, but how can the hell can I not bet for Detroit and pull for Detroit? I don't want to bet the 49ers and then have I want to pull for Detroit. So I guess I'm going to have to bet them. It's like I said, every week I look at this this San Francisco defense and I look at the numbers and I look at the, you know, the the handicapping on it. And it's like. They underperform week in and week out, and I just but they can't. haven't before the playoffs started. They have. They were, Baltimore they came in there and put up what thirty nine on them. That's right. Like no, what? you're right, but I guess they were beating inferior teams like Washington, yeah. Washington, or whoever. You're right. They did drum them or drum somebody. 
I mean, they lost the to the thing. Vikings this year. I, I don't. I mean, you're going to lose in the NFL. No, I'm with you, but man, they got some head scratching performances, and I just can't get behind the San Francisco defense. At home, right now. ready to go. No, I don't think it's a major home field advantage I mean, I in San Francisco. It's spritzers no, it's and, and popcorn. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's all a, tech giants owning corporate boxes and, and seats. And it's in a weird. It's in a. It's way out. Like, not close to the city. It's no. in Santa Clara. Well, go Detroit then, damn it. Uh, I think I'm going with Dan I- Campbell getting his boys fired up. Like, this is a man that it's, at one point when he first became head coach wanted a live line on the sidelines. <laughs> and, like, people just brushed it off like, oh, Dan, he's crazy. I think he was dead 100% serious. <laughs> he was legit looking at a lion to put on the sidelines. <laughs> I think everybody needs to have a ratchet in their hand while they're watching this game. Tuna, <laughs> uh, talking about uh, – the the prop bets uh, that you guys were just discussing. Do you have any prop bets that stick out to you uh, for either of these two games that you feel really strongly about? On all right, uh, either of these two games, uh, definitely Patrick Mahomes over twenty four and a half rushing yards. This is a game where um, his receivers are going to be blanketed a lot. Like he's going to be looking, and what what happens when Patrick Mahomes running around in the pocket? He runs for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen yards. You know what I mean? Uh, he'll probably have two or three of those runs in this game, which will easily put him over that number. Uh, again, Brock Purdy over two hundred and seventy-six passing yards. I think he's going to get that easy. Uh, he caught a lot of criticism from the wet balls and everything he was doing last week. He did not play good football last week. He settles down uh, against a very soft Detroit secondary. I think he puts up a big number. Um, and where are we at here? Well, well, I can tell you right now. I'll throw a couple here. Yeah, go, go uh, for it. How about Lamar rushing? I'm all over that. Do you know uh, what that number is? I don't care. Okay. I'm betting Lamar <laughs> rushing. I, 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 I'm going to say. I love that. I'll say 62. It's 65 and a half. There you go. I'll take it. I'm not I, touching I'm that number. I'm going over that. I'll take Ayuk. On uh, yardage, uh, and and I'm not sure what the receptions would be, but I like to go with the yardage on that. Uh, I think reception is is harder uh, is a harder bet. Uh, the tight end for the 49ers, I'm having a brain. George Kittle. Uh, Kittle. George Kittle. Yeah. I will go with Kittle uh, on yardage as well. Uh, you know what, forty nine, something like that. Let me pull up the. the I, I bet Iuke is about fifty, fifty something. Hold maybe. on, let's go one game at a time here, yeah, so I can I, try to follow I'm just, these. I'm just saying a couple of them that I like. I'm not going to go into I, every. I, game. I'm with you. Like I feel like hitting. If you double down with the um, Purdy over passing yards, and then you put in the uh, a bunch of forty uh, nine er receiving yards to to parlay with it, yeah, that'd that makes probably sense. be a good hit. How about McCaffrey rushing yards? Uh, I know that's going to always be high, but uh, I think on McCaffrey you always go. He's going to get touches. You, dude. you go the combo rushing and receiving. Yeah, you he, don't bet oh, one or the other. I, I like I think the receiving the better, maybe, but especially if Dabo's out. If 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 Samuel's, I mean, uh, Dabo, <laughs> pizza party. Uh, no, if Debo is out, then then you look at McCaffrey for catches. Uh, 
Um, McCaffrey is his rushing yard total is eighty six and a yeah, half. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't have the combo up here yet, but Jody. Uh, but but no, I, I I'm I'm with you. I, I mean, I, I I would take. Uh, I don't know. I I might take completions, like you said that uh, he's going to throw the ball a lot. Uh, Lamar, I would take completions on on him maybe, on a bet. And I know he does. He kind of he he throw. He's kind of like Jordan Love. He doesn't throw as many as you think because he runs so damn much. We're still on the same friend. I know. I'm yeah. I'm going every game. I mean, I'm I'm I only have like six props that I like on both games. Uh, so I'm just throwing them out there. But uh, I uh, uh, hey, by the way, just what? a crazy stat I wanted to throw out to you. You know who uh, beat KC first game of the year? Detroit. That's right. On Thursday night to kick off the NFL season. Uh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yep. Uh, and it was a great game. Uh, it was good. And that was the game that I realized that the Chiefs actually do have a good defense right out the right out the gate. I didn't think they'd be as good as they got. I remember us talking about that. Yes. Yeah. But Detroit came in very highly respected. Um they uh what they won their last seven games to finish out the season last Remember, year. We all yeah. said they yeah. were going to have yep. a great yep. year. Yeah. We all yeah. And so. our uh, kudos to our buddy Pat out there that listens to the show. Uh, you were definitely pumping it up uh, at the beginning of the season, so we're pulling for you, buddy, uh, as well. Uh, Detroit Rock City. <laughs> I mean, I uh, how about. Has Detroit Dan ever listened to this podcast? You know, I don't know, but I know he is a diehard Lions fan. Because uh, I we I need to get a hold of him. I would pull for them just for Detroit Dan because, because he really he wears like he wears Detroit shit or has because, been wearing because Detroit gear. He's probably been a fan uh, since the '60s yeah. and has gone through yeah. all the nonsense. Yeah, exactly. For the past fifty years, and now to get an opportunity to see that team. Merlin uh, Olson, Merlin Olson, or not Merlin he Olson? He played for the Rams. No, who? No, uh, the guy that uh, was on Webster, wasn't he? Uh, Alex Karras. Alex Karras was a Detroit Lion. I, I think you're right. Yeah, Tuna the McCaffrey. You can't uh, name many Lions back in the day like that. <laughs> you know, I think Night Train Lane played for the Lions. Didn't Alex Karras's nephew play for the Bengals? He's I a believe, lineman, I, an offensive lineman. I, I believe he does. For the and Bengals. He used to play for the Patriots. Okay, yeah. His, his what? His, his nephew. His nephew. What about Webster's nephew? Is he playing? I don't think Webster has a nephew. <laughs> Are you talking about Emmanuel Lewis? Yes. Yeah, I don't and know. Everybody I don't think knows, he's playing football, though. <laughs> I assume everybody knows what Alex Karras's greatest moment of his whole life was as of uh, going into that grandfather clock on the wall that was like a trap door being in one of the greatest movies ever made breaking away no major league oh brian song no <laughs> uh was it a basketball movie i love brown Pickle. no the goonies he is <laughs> he is mongo 
In Blazing Saddles. That's right, he is. What? Oh, yeah. my God. He is. He's Mungo in Blazing oh, Saddles. Oh, my, him and that crooked hat. Oh, my God. He Candy Graham for Mungo. It's like Mungo is just a pawn in the game of life. Oh, my God. That is, that is Alex Karras' yes, is. Oh my God. immortal claim to fame I know right someone listen to this show is going to uh, listen to this show tomorrow is going to go, oh, my God, I know. <laughs> I can't get it. <laughs> Uh, so we've gone. Uh, doesn't he play for the Patriots too? Oh, just Mongo? a little <laughs> tidbit about uh, officiating. Like I, I, I did this for the Chiefs game last week, and it worked out. Um, this week, the Chiefs have an officiating crew where um, the road team has actually won fifty nine percent of the games. I saw that uh, that he's called where normally. Um, a uh, home team wins in the playoffs 58% of the time. But when he's calling games, the road team wins 59% of the time. So I saw that, which was talking about hockey. Lee? No, this is uh <laughs> Sean Smith. I believe that is right. Wow. Yeah. Now, uh, okay. tuna, the more important question than who's officiating the game is what kind of moon is, Mm-hmm. is going to be out this weekend. Yeah. What do we expect from the moon? This is uh this is big. Uh this is a wolf moon this weekend. Oh my god. Which is um I don't know if you remember last oh. year <laughs> last year at this point in time during the uh Chiefs uh Bengals AFC Championship game, we actually had a blood wolf moon. Oh my where god. Where it was red. I don't like yeah. that. Yep. And like and and do you know what Kansas moon. City's mascot is? KC Wolf. Yeah, he's standing oh, KC Wolf. So, in Wolf Moon games, the Chiefs are 1 and 0 that I know of. They may be more. <laughs> but since as far the, as we know, they're yeah, 1 and 0 in yeah. Wolf Moon. Since since <laughs> the Lynn, tracking Lynn of Dawson the Wolf Moon. might say no, we were horrible against the Wolf Moon, but since well, Patrick Mahomes right. is good against in right. the Wolf Moon phase. And I heard you're going to be wearing so, your Derek Thomas jersey. I w- not, not the jersey, Derek Thomas shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shirt. Shirt. It's, um, Where'd he go to school? I, I'd like to. I've got a combo. <laughs> Drink. I got a combo shirt. It's, it's him and Neil Smith together, leaning back oh, to back on each yeah. other. Oh, dude. But I was, I was about 30 pounds lighter when I got that shirt, and it's a little snug on me. So maybe if I want to show my belly button up a little bit, I'll put that shirt on. But I don't know. We'll see what the weather's like. I think Neil Smith was the first guy that when he get a sack to do he'd the home get up, run swing. He'd get up and do the home run yep. swing. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. Yep. He was a big man. Yep. He was a big dude. And they Neil had uh, in the yeah. middle of them was big Dan Sally Amua. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was my guy. So I was always a Deron Cherry fan. Yep. And Stefan Page. <laughs> I like that wide receiver. Like that. You like that, don't you? So, um, I neglected to mention this at the beginning of the show, as we usually do. But uh, we all picked the four games last week. Any combination, overs, unders, whatever. Uh, Tuna, you actually went three and one. Okay, congratulations on that. Jody went three and one. Colin went two and two. Your host and moderator here went two and two. I know I, I know I did good. 
Uh, you did something. Fred Fred what? is in the caboose at one and three. What? One and three. Dude, Fred. I was still frustrated guy. from what happened the last couple weeks. I no. wasn't thinking straight. Air Force wasn't playing last week. I'm back week. on board. <laughs> so we were 11 and nine last week. Where's uh, them Iowa unders when you need them? <laughs> we're looking to uh, do even better this week. Um, I want to go ahead and start. Oh, you want to go with a little basketball? I do. Let, oh, yeah, yeah, for please. a minute. For a sure. minute, I wanted to say something about Sure, please. I wanted to ask you guys right now, what, yes. what team, because there's the, now we're in the mid-season of basketball, we're getting past, we're getting past the mid-season of basketball. 20 games in almost. 20 games in. What do you, give me five teams if you can, just off the top of your head, you don't even have to. Like five teams that you think can win the national championship legitimately. I know there's a top twenty five there, uh, where you're not well, any of these teams can win. No, no, no. But seriously, who do you think has the I mean, we all know probably Purdue is a team that I don't think been, they, they can they've win been number it. one forever. Well, I wanna go around round and just everyone give all right just as a I little midterm that. thing. Not maybe not even five teams. Give me three. Uh, that you all think, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there that, that obviously UConn's playing great. They're defending champs. Um, I don't know how they do it. Uh, I asked a couple of people not long ago. I mean, how in the world are these dudes on this team? They don't really have an identity or they don't really, they have an identity winning, but they don't really have a, a, a player that pops out there here and there. McDonald's on American. I know they have one or two. But the big old white boys that are great that shoot, but I think it's the formula that they're using: great defense, and they shoot a great field goal percentage. Whatever he's running there, um, I mean, I think that you could go ahead and knock out UConn and Purdue. Even though Tuna's telling me now he doesn't think Purdue can do it, but I think those teams are givens, having been one and two most of the year. They're but givens get, to get a number but one. Yeah, seed. but give yeah. me give me another. Uh, I think good teams, teams. That, that know how to take Edie out of the game and and make other guys score it it puts Purdue in a predicament, and we've seen that happen. Um, if over, you take big, now, the big Z, yeah. out. I will say this about this Purdue team this year: I do think they're much more well rounded than they were last season. Mm-hmm. They've got two guys that can really shoot the ball from yeah, the perimeter. They, they do have good. But when you have to win players. six games in a row or whatever it is, if you have an off shooting night, that can be a difficult thing to overcome. Matt Painter's um, got to show me. I love Coach Painter. I'm sorry. Too. I'm sorry, IU people. I've always loved him. I think he's a tremendous coach, but he does. Have obviously something to prove. Has in he the ever tournament. got? He's gotten to the Elite Eight, right? Yes, here at the Yum Center. At the Yum Center, they lost on that last second shot. That's to right, Virginia. Right, the year they right. won the yes, yes. The year okay. they won the title, Yum Center. Okay, so they. they, uh, so they I'm going to give you a couple teams. Um, I think UConn is the team best built for the tournament. I think Houston is going to be right there. Rugged, yeah. rugged. That coach, I mean, he's on. He's. I still think Arizona 
when they're clicking on all cylinders, might be the best team in the country. They got a lot of weapons. Um, and then I'm going to kind of go half and half here with I still believe in Kentucky to make a tournament run. I know defensively there's been some questions, but I think the way that their team sets up and their guard play, I love it. Uh, when Big Z gets more comfortable in the – in the game plan, I think they have a really yeah, good chance. Yeah, he got pushed out. He, he got in a dogfight there on the road. He found out what being playing on the road was all about. And then I'm going to tell you a team that I think could make some noise. And not, I'm not picking them to necessarily make the Final Four or win the championship. And I know they just lost last night uh, to Northwestern. But I like Illinois, and I like Brad Underwood. I got Illinois on my list. To have... Yes. A run in the tournament. Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to make the Final Four, but I do like the way is, their team Is Shannon sets up. back playing? He, that that was dropped? Well, not... Ne- okay, but, but he's playing. He is playing, right? Okay. Now. And that's a whole other story, and right. I am not... For any listeners, I am not condoning I don't uh, even know him I- being playing right now, but he is playing, and that's a fact. And we're a sports show, and when he is playing for them, they're a different team, and I like their chances to really maybe make a run at Purdue in the Big Ten and uh, make make some noise in the tournament. I agree. Uh, I'm going to agree with you guys on UConn, obviously. That yeah. team, uh, yeah. Houston, totally agree with. I think Kansas, just because Bell, or Bill Self – and a sleeper team that I think could make a run that I really like this team is Creighton. Dude, uh, dude, yes. Yeah. There you go. The, Tuna, the, we're on it. We're on it. The Trey Alexander kid is fun to watch yes. play, man. Like, Creighton is battle tested. That Big East may be one of my favorite conferences it to is. watch play. It is. I, I love watching it. Yes. You know. And you're uh, not going to be better coached than Creighton is. Dude, I agree oh with my you. God, dude. Let's just get that hey, out, out of the way right Look back through the schedule and see who they've played this year. It's yep. amazing. Mm-hmm. You're From right. first game on. Like I think they are... that's really going to pan out at March, and I could see them making a, a nice little run in this tournament. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the sleeper that I've seen. I'm going to throw a, a team in there, and they're up at the top, but I think Tennessee uh, has a chance to now do that's, something That's there. a coach – that has to prove it. I me. know. I agree. <laughs> Coach, it has to prove I agree. It I think we've been saying but, that for 25 but, years. But wait him. a minute. Tennessee has been – they they had a good run last year. They, they've they had a couple good runs, but I know he hasn't – but they have – what have they got, two Elite Eights now recently? I think that's right. I think so. I think they're knocking on the door for a Final Four. This new kid, Connect. Might be the player of the year. Dude, oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's money. He reminds me of like old Jay. Remember little Jay Burson for all I was yeah. he's, he's, breaking, a, he's a baller. Dude, he's breaking he's, Allen Houston records right he's now. He's a. Yeah. And, and, they, and they have a couple other guys. And nobody else that listens to this show is going to remember Jay Burson except for me and you. Yeah. But, and I love Burson as a player, but Connect is uh, 10 times better, the player better, yes. that Jay Burson and he can was. Shoot. Oh, yeah. But uh, I love it. And one thing about the Big 12, I think the Big 12 is easily the hardest conference in uh, college basketball. Texas, Iowa State, TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma. 
uh, to name many. Houston, dude, they are mm-hmm. by a, far the best. Texas uh, Tech. Colorado is very good. It's a dogfight in that league Dude, every I'm night. Telling it you, reminds man. me of the Big Ten in the glory yeah. days. And it buddy, really does. And our buddy Chad's here is hanging out with us tonight. Marquette is his team. Mm-hmm. I also think Marquette is a very good team. Uh, they can pop up there. They're very them. well coached, too. I had them down there. But, yeah, uh, Kansas is going to be there with Dickerson, and I think that McCollum kid is huge for them. He's the t- one of the toughest players in uh, basketball, but somehow I'm going to keep watching UConn and go, how is he doing this? Uh, Danny or uh, Danny Hurley. Well, they, I mean, they are a team. You want to talk about a team that really embodies the spirit of their coach. I mean, they are tough when it comes down the stretch. I've noticed at the end of ball games, when it's a close game, they are typically the tougher team. Right. And I that's the kind of stuff that I look at. Yeah. They're typically the tougher team and they make the hustle plays down the stretch. And of course, you know, uh they just beat the holy shit out of IU earlier this year. <laughs> and uh, you know, in a in a really kind of a tale of two teams. One team is super tough and maybe not I mean, not maybe as talented even on paper as Indiana. But, right. man, they are they are so tough. And I love watching teams like that play. And I'll be, obviously, a lot has to do with uh, how, the, how the bracket lines up and matchups and everything. But I'd be very surprised if they don't make a deep run in right. the tournament. Right, right. I did a little run down here I thought was interesting. Uh, went through the McDonald's All-Americans or all the high players from last year to see how they're doing because I feel like Kentucky, their play, their freshmen get all the a lot of a lot of the hoopla, okay, uh, and they're and they are doing well. Believe me, Dillingham's averaging thirteen three and four, and Reed Shepard eleven four and four. But I thought Travis, you got an IU guy, McKenzie. McBaka, McBake, uh, Mbako, Mbako, that's averaging uh, twelve and so just six. Let him keep going. <laughs> Mbake, Mbappe. How many times could he could oh. he try to pronounce that? Oh. It kept. Getting, I knew that he. Kept, no, wait a minute! It he, kept getting more wrong every time. He's on and the. He all- knew he was getting it wrong because he was correcting himself. He's on the all name team. But, dude, uh, you got your Collier kid from USC uh, averaging 15, but and the kid from Baylor, Jacoby Walter. Uh, Colorado has a uh, freshman averaging 15 and 4. And then, of course, Duke and, and uh, Michigan State. But, uh, but I'm telling you, man, um, a lot of the McDonald's All-Americans, are the three top dogs, they're in the G League. So uh, I, I just like to look back and see who's – Doing well. If you go through the rest of the roster, they're averaging less than five points a game. Right. Uh, just role players or whatever, finding their way. But, but uh, no, that kid, that's pretty good average for IU right there. Well, I, it it just it just shows you, especially Mbappe <laughs> in today's college basketball, like the you know getting five five stars it just doesn't work anymore right and Mbako started the season very slow he is a I would consider him 
a solid Big Ten basketball player right now. But that's it. He's a solid Big Ten basketball. And what really more can you expect from a freshman? He's a solid Big Ten basketball player. That's yeah. it. Well, but. I think I think the uh, guys, if people don't know on here yet, the podcast crew is heading to Vegas for March Madness. I think we talked about that uh, opening weekend. We're all going to be there. We're still asking more people to come. Uh, so if you guys, if anyone, any of the listeners want to get out there to Vegas, we will be there March twentieth till. Well, Travis uh, and I are leaving on Monday. <laughs> no, we're not leaving on oh, Monday. Oh, okay. Sunday. We're not leaving on Monday. What? We're not leaving on we Monday. Were, we're leaving on Sunday night. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the tournament is Thursday. No, he, I mean, he meant we're coming, coming back. back. Yeah. Yes, we're coming back. Yes, yes, We're leaving. Yes. Well, we're, we're, we're leaving Wednesday night. Yes. And, and we're coming back Monday night. Now, that's yes. a long day. Fred and I are going on correct. Thursday. Are you yeah. staying at the Stardust? No, hell no. <laughs> I got some friends there, bro. Oh, I bet you my do. God. We'll be we'll be staying at the Paris and uh we may do a show somewhere around the fountains or something. Who knows? We're gonna give it a shot. But it is gonna be fun and I would love some listeners to go, I'm gonna be out there then. Hey, let's do it. Come on. Yeah, if you wanna go, any listeners, if you wanna go just uh We Vin- gotta tell them now so they can book their trip. Just uh Venmo me $500, and I'll make sure it happens. Hell yeah. No, but it that's going to be great, and as it gets closer, we will be pumping that up more and more. Obviously, if anybody listening to this would care to come out, you are more than welcome. We would love to have you. On your dime. Um, so, with all that being said... It's time for our picks. We're going to go three picks. Uh, could uh, with the two NFL games, you could make, you know, uh, uh, the spread picks and over under or whatever, or even a prop bet uh, or uh, a basketball game, uh, hockey game, whatever. But give us three, and then we'll after that's over, we're going to go around the room for final thoughts. Tuna, give me your picks. Um. um... Gonna take the Chiefs uh, plus four. I, I, I like we said, I can't go against Mahomes. Uh, I'm gonna take the Lions to cover the seven, um, and I'm gonna take um, Brock Purdy's passing attempt or uh, passing yards over two seventy six point five. I like so. all those, uh, Freddie. I'm gonna go with Kansas City getting three and a half or four, whatever that is. I'm going with Lamar rushing yards, and I'm going to go with Ayuk uh, receiving yards. <laughs> you okay? Sorry, you're supposed to pick both football games, and then your last one's up to you. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I will take. Okay, well, all right. Just put me down for Lamar then, and then I will. His uh, rushing yards was sixty five point five. Yeah, there you go. Love so, it. Over sixty five point five. Yes, and and I will. Uh, I'm going with Tuna. I'll take the Lions. Going with Tuna is a, uh, is a good place to go. All right, Jody. 
What do you Cam, have? Cam uh, I hate to, re- I hate to repeat right. them, but this was me before the game. Uh, KC plus three and a half. Uh, I almost want to take Detroit money line because I think they beat the snot out of San Francisco, but I'm just going to take oh my. plus seven. And then I don't know what the UK line is, but uh, they're going to cover the spread this week. Arkansas is bad. Uh, that's a that's yeah, a mess down there. They are. I don't I don't get it. It makes yeah, no sense. Yeah, there's something real weird going on. The with wheels that on the must bus fell yep. off. Yeah, there's something weird going on down what? there. What? Where? What? What did I miss? Arkansas basketball team. It's a it's a disaster. Really? Yeah. yeah and they started they, out beat Duke right out the gate. Yeah, and and, right. and then just it's been there's down something. Down since. Kentucky's going there Saturday, yeah. so we'll see what happens then. Kentucky's going to kill them. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's, Colin. It's bad down there. Colin is taking the Chiefs plus three and a half. He is taking the Lions plus seven. Oh. God. <laughs> this is scary. This is bad. <laughs> and he is taking Michigan State plus three and a half versus Wisconsin in a college basketball game that is tomorrow night. Okay. I had a Wisconsin question mark by them for the uh, Final Four. No, no, okay. no. That's not going <laughs> to happen. a question mark and well, it was just I answered. I thought yeah. Travis would answer yeah. my question yeah. You have a question me. mark? Travis has a period. Yeah, right. I just and I, and that he, out. I just marked them out. Uh, gone. They're gone. My picks, I hate to be uh <laughs> I hate to be boring, but my picks are Kansas City. Oh, we're all in it to win it, baby. This is Get out the be... kerosene. I'm taking the Lions. Get out the tuna helper. And then uh I don't care what the spread is on Saturday. I am taking Illinois against Indiana at <laughs> Illinois. I don't care what the spread is. Uh. Illinois is going to cover that spread, uh, and it won't be particularly close. Okay. And that honestly, that. that honestly that. is my lock of the week. Okay. So, uh, so man, uh, <laughs> I was wondering if we were going to have enough uh, enough content to cover our typical hour and a half, hour forty. We're at an hour and a half right now. It feels like the last 30 minutes has completely flown by. I want to send it around the room, get everybody's final thoughts, whatever you guys have. Tuna, go. Um, Friday night this week, um, rough and rowdy fighting events. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's this weekend? It's tomorrow night, Friday night. Oh, it's night. tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, BuyRoughAndRowdy.com. You can order it online there. Is that the Is that Redneck West- Brawl? No, 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 no. Okay. No, it's not the, redneck okay. brawl. It's similar to that. This is the old tough man contest. They they I got they you. do it they they they've done it in West you. Virginia. They they go to Lexington. This weekend they're actually in Providence, Rhode Island, which I think Providence, Rhode Island. Which I think Island. is kind of You got to be kidding me. No. Patino's got family there. But there's a <laughs> massive fight this weekend, which I don't know if you guys keep up with it at all, but I watch these rough and rowdies religiously and the same fighters at the top level, they fight each other. It's like almost like a, it's an internal league. And this week is a monster mashup between where, like out in an alley or no, they in a boxing ring. It's <laughs> oh, like tough okay. man rules. Three, one minute rounds. Providence don't have alleys. Yeah. Right. I don't think so. We're they fighting, may. We're, we're fighting, they play stickball. We're up fighting there. on the docks. Yeah. We're fighting on the docks. I don't think it's underwater. I don't um, <laughs> But Lights Out Bobby Lang is fighting the Polish Hammer, and the I'm excited Polish about Hammer. this one. Yes. 
Yes, it's going to be an epic brawl. I don't know anything about it, but I'm betting everything I got on a Polish hammer. I yes. dude. I mean, I don't know, dude. Bobby Lang's tough. This is going to be that's Travis's new lock. Yeah, yeah. New lock of the week is the Polish. I hammer. want to know what y'all are watching now. Uh, so, uh, awesome. Freddie, what did you got? Uh, well, I got. I want to give kudos uh, to a, a Bama man. <laughs> drink. Uh, drink. Uh, for breaking history, we need to talk five minutes, guys, about Nick Dunlop. Uh, Nick Dunlop just turned pro today. Uh was an out uh, i mean he he won uh the p travis get into it tell us what happened here uh he was the first amateur to win a pga tour event since 1991 phil yep phil uh he played three really solid days the first three days of the tournament uh Saturday, he went in at one point. He had a four-shot lead. He dunked one in the drink. Uh, I believe at one point, I can't remember, he either got behind by one or it was tied, but he made a, I mean, it was like a five-and-a-half, six-foot putt on 18, but with the pressure that he had to feel. Oh, he knocked. I mean, he just stood. He just walked up there and knocked it in and won the tournament. And the question was at that point: uh, Does he, you know, go back to college or whatever? Because you win a tournament, you're automatically exempt. He can play in every PGA Tour event for the rest of the season. He did what I would consider to be the smart thing, and today he said. Yes, I am turning pro. It sucks to win one and a half million dollars and you can't even. <laughs> well, that. I know, and I'll I hope, finish second place to that guy any day. I hope, like hell, he uh, he has a great season this year. He seems like a cool guy, uh, and it was a tremendous last round. I was, we were watching the football game and that. It was cool seeing him and Justin Thomas walk down. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was super cool. So, congratulations What's to him. What's his trophy case, Jody? What he won this weekend? Yeah, what he's won he, he total. Won, he won the American Express career. this weekend. But uh, what's not, what uh, Freddie is alluding to is he won the National Junior Amateur and the National Amateur, and the only other person to ever do that in golf is Tiger Woods. And he's 58th ranked player in the world right now right not bad yeah that, that is kudos to nick dunlop and can't wait to see him and, play and on the money front heard he's been in talks with the live Todd girlfriend too. When, when he signed today he got cancel five, he got a five hundred thousand dollar <laughs> check because every pga player gets a five hundred thousand dollar check right this year immediately but his winnings went to the second place yeah. yep yeah. Like to uh, the PGA. he's also in seven tournaments this year that have no cuts that the minimum he can win over those seven tournaments is like three hundred fifty thousand. The guy's going to make a, over a million dollars basically after today. Well done, Nick. Jody, you have uh, you have some final thoughts. Well, for us. you stole my thunder because I was going to go all about him, but uh, I will, I want to go back to basketball earlier. I'm a bas- I'm the one guy on here that's a basketball nut. 
Uh, there's two teams. I want one you to guy. guy. We got a coach over here well, that just pulled off a major upset t- tonight. Two teams I want you to <laughs> watch out for that I think are dark horses are BYU. Oh yeah, we didn't. You didn't. We didn't spread it around. And also to Utah State. Watch those two. I think they're going to be sneaky in the tournament. Uh, I think Tennessee has a really good shot being in the Final Four along with um, UConn again. If UK can learn to play defense, they will be. If they can't, they're not. If UK can't learn to play defense throughout the UK University of Kennesaw. Yeah, Kentucky needs to not (laughs) play defense. They need to play perimeter defense. They are the worst team trying to guard a three-point shot. Let me tell you this about the perimeter defense. Louisville (laughs) (laughs) is the worst team historically in every level of basketball – from high school to collegiate and in perimeter defense this year. Wow. Yeah. Now, I don't know how they keep these stats, but since that's been tracked, Louisville is the worst in the history on all levels. Unbelievable. Wow. Okay, I'm speechless. And, and back to my finish. <laughs> uh, for all you UK fans out there, don't worry. That South Carolina team is now top five defense in, the, in college basketball. They are sneaky good. That team's sixteen and three. They're gonna they're gonna uh, make yes. some noise a little bit too. Yes, I'm not they saying they're a sweet sixteen team, but they're gonna make some noise. That defense is really good. Yeah, it's clearly not a bad loss. At no, all. no. And at going, all. going back to that game, UK was going east west when when a team presses you, puts the body up on you that much. You have to go north and south and go to the goal. And we did not go. To, we went east west, and that's why we got there. right. Yeah, they're they're two uh, big All Americans. Uh, Wagner and Edwards need to get their act together. They're they're not playing very well. Anybody anyways, else? Anybody yeah. else have anything? And by the way, Nick uh, Nick uh, Dunlop is from Birmingham, which is even Hey-o. cooler. Is it? There you go. Yeah. What's so cool about Birmingham? I think. Well, he's from he's from Birmingham. He I had a, Bama. I had a great time in Birmingham one time. They got a great. Yes, ball. we did. Well, no, I don't think I was with you, Fred. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I want to give a shout out as uh, Jody said. Uh, I do. Uh, or somebody said, I do coach a basketball team. Uh, The Collegiate Titans tonight had a huge win against our arch rivals, KCD. Uh, Big time win. Very proud of the guys. Um, Congrats, man. That's awesome. Thank you all very much. Uh, Really enjoyed tonight's episode. Uh, Looking forward to the conference championship games this weekend. We will have a lot to discuss next week. We are going to eventually move the podcast to either Monday night or Tuesday night, but it has to be after my basketball season. So next week will probably again be either Wednesday or Maybe Thursday. Tuesday. I think Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah. next week. It could yeah, be we want to try to get it a little earlier so we're not talking about the games after right. everyone's already yep. that broken makes sense. down and, and you have more time. It, it, just, it just makes sense but, to move it up. We've been working around our schedules. Or working around Fred's dry needling schedules. We uh, will Fred's, get it. Uh, we will get it back on a uh, on a regular day and time here really soon. We Your thank, spinning classes. We thank everybody for listening. Uh, can't wait uh, for the ball games this weekend. For Jody, the big fellow of the tuna country, Matt Kempf, and the fabulous one, Freddie Benders. 
This is Travis Carter saying so long, everybody. Thank you.